A woman was picking up her granddaughter from school, and as she usually did, she asked, what did you learn today? And the girl said to her, we learned how to make babies. And uh, the grandmother, trying to conceal her shock, said, oh, really? And what did you learn about making babies? And the girl said, oh, it's very easy. You just remove the Y and add I-E-S. <laughs> there was a, a commercial several years ago from Kaiser Permanente. They asked kids this question, where do babies come from? And they filmed the response of the kids. And so one, one kid said, storks. Another said, babies come from the hospital. Another said, you're a mom or something else. Another kid said, my mom said they come from hugs, special hugs. And finally, the last kid said, it's complicated. <laughs> so how do you explain this to young children where babies come from? Well, I would probably offer something like this. Sometimes when a man loves a woman in a special way, a baby starts growing inside the woman's tummy. But where did the baby Jesus come from? When God loved humanity in a special way, the baby Jesus started to grow in Mary's tummy. God, in our gospel today, Matthew explains the virginal conception of Jesus as a fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. We see later in the book of Isaiah a further description of this child. A child is born to us, a son is given us, upon his shoulder dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God, Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. So the virginal conception of Jesus is part of, uh, a, of divine revelation, is a fulfillment of prophecies from the Old Testament. And, and we have two versions of it in the Gospels. So Matthew tells the story from the perspective of Joseph, and Luke tells the story from the perspective of Mary. Tradition says that Luke actually interviewed Mary. We're not exactly sure how Matthew um, got this account, which must have come at some point from Joseph himself. But it was, in a sense, a kind of family secret, at least as they were growing up, because everyone would refer to Jesus as the son of Joseph. They, they didn't know his secret origin. Now the virgin, this miraculous virginal conception of Jesus, sometimes also called the, the doctrine of the virgin birth, is a dogma of our faith. And it goes to the core question of who Jesus is. So we profess that Jesus is true God and true man. Now children get certain physical or personality traits from their parents, sometimes from one or the other parent. If it's a good trait, sometimes the dad will brag, he's a chip off the old block. You know? uh, if it's a bad trait, the mom will say, he gets it from your side. What we see in the ministry of Jesus, we see him doing things that only God can do, forgiving sins, commanding nature, and he does these not as a prayer to Yahweh, but he does them directly by his own authority. He says that he is the only one who knows the Father. He says that he does what the Father does. And his most explicit claim is when he says and this is in the Gospel of John, he says, before Abraham was, I am. And if you know what Yahweh means, that's what Yahweh means. And so Jesus pre-existed. He is the eternal Son of the Father. And in the 
miraculous virginal conception of Jesus, the eternal fatherhood is extended into time and space. And we call this the incarnation. It is a supernatural act. Now, I, Joseph still had a very important role to play. He still provided for Mary and Joseph uh, material sustenance, protection, guidance. We know that he taught Jesus his trade, that Jesus also worked as a craftsman. He was, Joseph was, a human father who was a true icon of God the Father. And I, when I hear about how Joseph reacted when he found out Mary was pregnant, he said he was unwilling to expose her to shame. I think of an episode in Jesus' life. Remember, there was a woman caught in adultery and they wanted to stone her, but Jesus protected her from that fate. Now, God could have, God could have fashioned a human body for Jesus from nothing, could have simply willed it into existence. But if that were the case, then Jesus would be separate from the human family. Do you know, every human being alive today has a common ancestor. In fact, you can take any two people from any part of the world, and they are um, at least 50-second cousins, if not more closely related. So everyone marries their cousin, in a sense, right? So Jesus then enters into, truly into the human family, receiving from Mary his human nature. He did that so he would be like us and with us in all things but sin. The eternal son enters the human family and the human story from above to set right what had gone wrong. And the way that the virginal conception happened is also significant. Mary was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. We see something else happening after Jesus ascends. We see the disciples gathered in prayer. And they are given a new life. How? The Holy Spirit descends upon them. There's a parallel between Mary and the church. So in her virginity, Mary represents the church's total dedication to God. In her maternity, in her motherhood, she represents the church bringing forth many little Christs through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so there is actually a parallel with Jesus' Uh, being incarnate from above and our second birth. And John talks about this in the first chapter of his gospel. He contrasts a Christian's natural origins from their supernatural origin. He says that those who accept Jesus Christ are given the power to become the children of God. Quote, not by natural generation, nor by human choice, but of God. And I think we should take that to heart. You know, whatever... Whatever your natural origins, maybe you were adopted, maybe your parents weren't planning for you to be born, there could be all kinds of reasons sometimes people experience a kind of identity crisis or they feel lesser than because of their natural origins. It really doesn't matter because once we come to know Jesus Christ, we all share in a supernatural or origin and we can say together to God, Father. Father.